You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild. I am Rick and I am here again with Paul and Anna this week. How are you guys doing? Lovely, mate. I'm okay. I'm a little frustrated. I'm trying to play the uh, newest Blackwell game. Well, the last one in the series, and every time I get to this one point in the game when I rescue this guy on a bridge, it keeps crashing. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Number one, I thought you were going to tell me as soon as you start with the last Blackwell, because I need to catch up alongside you. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, I remember getting like a reasonable way into that game, and I never really had any issues, so I'm, that's uh, uh, it's weird that a bug just sort of popped up like that. Yeah, it was pretty random, and it had a bunch of scripting errors on it. It was after uh, you you meet your friend and finally help him out on the bridge, so it wasn't super far into the game. I'd say maybe, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in. Yeah. You know, you find it frustrating when you're playing a game and there's a bug that prevents you from finishing it, but it's not the only reason I haven't finished a game. In the past, I haven't finished a game simply because it's been too hard. All right. Well, you know, here's the thing. I... I always think that pretty much every game is hard. I play on easy modes and stuff like that and just barely get through things. And I just always think that things are really difficult. And it's been a few times now um, where I've talked about like how a game is like almost impossible. And then both of you guys are like, oh, yeah, well, I just finished that when I was a kid with no help. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so apparently I'm just like the worst gamer in the entire history. But um, so... All right, you you tell me what are the hardest games that you've played, like classics particularly. What are the what are the hardest games you've you ever know, played? Well, I'll say to you before even starting, a lot of times when it's like, yeah, I finished that when I was a kid. I may be leaving out little things like my dad finished it for me, but but more so than that, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's it's easy to forget nowadays how little we had to do back in the day. Um, for those that, that are listening that are maybe younger than us, free. Um, the late 80s and 90s were very boring times. There was nothing to fucking do. There was no internet. There was no smartphones. There was no nothing going on, period. Um, so, you know, and, and not a lot, you know, we didn't have like libraries of Steam games. So for me to say I finished it as a kid is because like I had eight months of nothing but that game right. to, to muck around with as like my only source of media. Well, I, I will make one little um, adjustment to what you said about like the no internet. We had internet. It's just that using the internet required um, all of our contact with the outside world being set to busy in order to use the internet. <laughs> and you had to hear that noise. Oh, I love that noise. It was the noise of connection. It was the noise of the future. <laughs> so even if we had internet, it wasn't like now where we're always connected to it. Like we had to, we had to time that stuff because you know you'd get these packages that are pretty much what you'd spend on internet now, but you only get like two hours a month. Do you remember those days? Oh, I'm remembering that. They're like they limit you, and you you pay, you get a package plan. You'd get two hours or six hours, ten hours or twenty five hours, and and yeah. they didn't even have unlimited plans when they first came out. They yeah. didn't think of that. Yeah, for a while it was just you know those the free AOL or Prodigy uh, discs or CDs would be like you know five free hours and be like oh I got five hours this month. That's why <laughs> to this day I'm an, a, a very very efficient masturbator. It's because of the nineties, you know, really taught me how to. How to make that all count. That's gross. Sorry. Well, by um, the time you download it, well, by the time you find it and you uh, get the video going and everything, it's already used up most of your time. Yeah. Are we still talking about masturbating? I was. 
Okay, Are we good, editing that out? Okay. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. I was, I was just going to add, I, I really never made it to the nipple. It took that long to load everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you just take what you can get. You're like, well, look at that sexy hair bun. <laughs> this is what our show has fallen to but yeah you know uh but games games are hard right and that's uh <laughs> that's that's where I, I thought we were talking about games being hard but apparently there's other things <laughs> we're talking about now that's that's a smooth segue uh, <laughs> but yeah to 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 your point you're absolutely right we did have internet it was just you know, it wasn't the the scope of even what you could do on the internet was so limited. I mean, limited to the point of like uh, I I recall using Prodigy more than AOL, but but for the more popular example being AOL was like you could only really do what AOL lo- allowed you to do. Like they had their set rooms, you know, the the games room and the kids room, and you know it, it wasn't this free open world. At least not to to you know pubescent version of myself. So anyway, my point basically was just that it was really boring back in the day, and you know we had eight months to work this shit out. So you'd if you think a puzzle is st- like stupid illogical, just imagine having you know literal weeks to just start typing in fush- you know frustrated things into it, and one day the parser accepts it, and you're like, oh shit, all right, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> it's true. Sleeping on it, I'd ask for advice from my parents. I'd keep replaying the same scene, like you mentioned, Paul. That was our game. It's like, oh, I'll go play the other game. What other game? The one I traded in to get you this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah <exactly. laughs> The other game was like Thumb Wars with a sibling or Tic-Tac-Toe or whatever. (laughs) I was an only child. I used to, my imaginary friend outside of Cauliflower was the Smurfs. And by that, I used to play with a little mirror. (laughs) Vanity Smurf, I guess. It was, seriously, that was a thing that I did. I I was the youngest child. So if if I wasn't playing computer games, I was just getting bullied by my older brother. Yeah, same here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, I missed out. And, and and you know what R- Ricky was saying? You're not good at games. I I've, genuinely am not either, and I can confirm that for myself because my older bruv was really good at, at games. So like I know I'm bad at games because because of how good he was, <laughs> or even how average he was. Because I, I was just total shit at any yeah. any style game whatsoever. I wasn't any good either. I the only thing I was really good at was timing in Mario. I'd play all these other games with time and persistence and help from my parents, but. It, I would never get full points. I think I've mentioned that before. I've never actually finished a game properly. It's always like, oh, that's great. You finished the game, but you might have missed. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I'm not one to go back and play a game a whole bunch of times. So I'm just like, oh, damn, I've, I've missed those things. Oh, well, moving on. <laughs> well, I play games like a bunch of times. Like, you know, Space Quest 1, I played a whole bunch of times. I never got full points until like last year <laughs> because like they hide the points so you can't find them. Like, it was ridiculous. I actually had to look at the list of points to see where I kept missing them. And there are things like, you have to try kissing a Sarian. Like, you called it, though, right? Want full points? Buy the hint book. Call the hint line. I mean, they yeah. have a whole shtick. Yeah, yeah, I just recently read that one of the, the, I guess, the motivating factors to even put a point system in was that IBM, when they contracted Sierra to do King's Quest for the PC Junior, IBM said that the game has to have uh, high replayability. And Roberta's like, you know, shit, this is, it's an adventure game. Like, they're, they're not, that if there's one thing they're not, it's it's kind of replayable, let's say. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. this was long before the days of different endings and whatnot. So their solution <laughs> to replayability was just the point system. Like, well, maybe they'll want to go back and get more points, which, again, when there's nothing to do, sure. 
But nowadays, so I saw through all of that as a kid. I'm like, ah, I finished it. All right, I'm going to move on to the next game. That's actually how it was originally intended to be played. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that now. <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> Very cathartic. <laughs> all right. So back on kind of the sort of a topic. Um, what are the hardest classic games that we've played? Well, I'm going to start right here. When I was a kid, I went down to Crazy Mike's video. You might have heard me bring them up before, and I'll bring them up again. They were my local rental place, and I would get Kid Icarus, and I'd play that on my Nintendo. And now I will say, I never finished it. I kept going up and up and up, but it was <laughs> a good game. It was a really good game. I really enjoyed playing it, and enough <laughs> that I went back and I rented the damn thing again. And that was back in the day before these fancy five-day rentals that they brought mm. out later on. It was, you know, you're paying for <laughs> night, or you could get a deal when the games came out where you could get it for uh, three nights for like this sort of 10.99 rate or something. I mean, it wasn't ridiculously cheap. So I, I got it twice and I still never finished it. Was it just that you would uh, only get so high before you would fall back down again? Yeah, pretty much games like that, right? You just, you keep going until you can't. And something about being a kid, I guess I was okay with dying over and over and over again. But that, that just sticks in my head as one of the first games I played that I really felt I was unable to finish. Speaking of things falling far away, my joke just really plummeted right there. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to be all factual. I missed it entirely. Is that my fault or yours? Mine. Audience, you judge. No, no, no. no. The, 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 the blame always goes towards the teller if a joke is not funny. That's true. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you explain the joke? That will make it better. I am not going to. I'm really good at missing references on jokes. I'm like, I saw the movie yesterday. You make a joke. You quote the movie I saw yesterday. I entirely goes over my head. You're like, what? You're like, but that wasn't real life. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Tell you what, if you, if you want to get the joke, you have to go back and listen to the episode again. Aha. I'm trying to get full points. <laughs> uh, nice. nice. You redeemed yourself. Well done, mate. I know your pity laughs when I hear it. <laughs> and that right there that was my douchebag laugh the one i just done uh, <laughs> and i wanted to ask you what um because i i you know like any i was just gonna say I, I couldn't drive when i was a kid like that's unique to me um <laughs> unlike you privileged canadians um <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't close enough to like a, a rental center to, to ride my, my bike to what, what were the rental what if it wasn't five days, what was it? Like you had one night to play the game? Five bucks a night or three nights for like twelve ninety nine was their initial going rate for Nintendo games. Or you could get the suitcase and the suitcase was like $20 a night, but you had to do it a minimum number of my nights and you had to have a credit card to get it. And my dad did it for me. So I was able to take home suitcases oh, with a Sega or a Nintendo before I bought them and a couple of rental games. And I think he probably ended up spending about 45 bucks out of pocket because he'd get his deposit mm -hmm. back, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, I, I'm saying yeah, I, but to be honest with you, I got I've gotten kicked out of Blockbuster under two different last names. <laughs> oh, me too. I owed them like 150 bucks when they went under because you know, fuck it. <laughs> I was I was banned from Blockbuster uh, for uh, under Corman with a K and Corman with a C. <laughs> Smooth. So I actually don't know much about getting the refund back, but. I, I didn't realize that back in the day, you know, or before the five-day rentals, uh, that, that running video games was 
I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds dirty. It sounds very like, uh, I don't know, like prostituting, like, like, Hey, son, spit in your palm and take it home for an hour. Like, that's, that's really rough to, especially with how difficult games were back in the day to give you one night with, whether it's a console, you know, platform or an adventure game, it's just not enough. It's not fair. It's true. You know, I went and I rented, uh, well, okay, Super Mario 3 came out. I went down to Crazy Mike's video and I rented Metroid. And then I went home all proud of myself. And then when I got home, I played it for about 15 minutes and I changed my mind. I ran back to the video store and I said, please, please, can I trade this for Super Mario Brothers 3? And, and they let me and I, I played nice. Super Mario Brothers 3 and I enjoyed it. And ever since then, Metroid has actually been one of my top 10 Nintendo games. I, I really like it. I think because I touched it, I played it and then I gave it back. But I got that taste of the ball of energy <laughs> and I wanted more. Consider that for a second, right? It's like nowadays we people, not us obviously, but people complain about like, ooh, these classic adventure games are so expensive now because they're like 10 bucks. I want to wait till they're two or something like that. It's like back in the day, mm-hmm. like five bucks of those dollars, like five eighties dollars, mm-hmm. you know, and you get it for like a night and you're playing like Castlevania. I would it's set like, my alarm for like <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. I shit you not after I played until 1030 at night and I would wake up so that I could play it because, you know, you have to get up and leave to go to school at some point. Yeah. Being a kid, you weren't allowed to just like hang out forever just because you made the stupid idea to rent something on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Rick, when you just said the eighties, you know, five eighties dollars was more, my my brain temporarily forgot about inflation, and I sat here like, why would why would eighties dollars be more? And I came to the natural conclusions because there's probably a little bit of cocaine on the dollar bills because it's in the eighties. That's obviously why they're worth more. Christ, sorry. Anyway. Oh man. I'm going to lead right in to say that, you know, another game my parents uh, got for me in a suitcase because I was quite ill and I was about nine years old and I had to stay home from school for three days. So they went and they rented me a uh, Nintendo with Mickey's Mouse Capade in it, which seems cheesy. And I was really, really excited to play it. And I got stuck and I couldn't finish the game. And I was sick and I was frustrated and I kept getting stuck in the game. And I I remember wanting to like it really bad. I mean, it was all that I had to do in there. And they didn't want me coming out for whatever reason. But I never did finish that game either. So... Mm. And see, that's one of the worst parts about getting stuck in a game is it, it, it feels like betrayal. It's like, I, I just want to love you. Why won't you just let me love this experience? That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> you, you know what, though, Paul? Actually, uh, I just remembered something. You've, you've mentioned a few times to me. I'm not sure if you've actually uh, said it while we've been recording, but you've mentioned a few times that you uh, um, you really could not get through Prince of Persia 2, like the original Prince of Persia 2, Shadow in the Flame. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Even I beat that. Like, <laughs> like, I know that I am the worst gamer and the least skilled, the most uncoordinated. Like, I cannot do anything. Like, I made it to, like, level three in Pac-Man once. And, like, I still... I'm not going to say that Prince of Persia 2 is an easy game. It's actually pretty tricky. But, like, you know, like you said, you throw enough time at it, you get it eventually. If I can get it eventually, like, what was your problem? Oh, I, all right. Exhibit A. Um, I've got several things in my defense, none of which you'll find stand up very well. But the first one <laughs> is they would throw you these like 
you know, it's just it was kind of an action game, obviously side scroll sort of deal. You bloody everyone listening knows the game. And then, like out of nowhere, for example, when you when you get dumped off on the island very very early in the game, all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, stop! You know, throwing fists and jumping and swords and whatever, and think. How do you get into this <laughs> cave door?" And I'm like, "What do you mean think? Like that's, I, I I'm not I'm not prepared to think. I'm I'm just I'm just running and jumping. That's what I signed up for. I, I don't want to stop and be like, you know, what bricks do I step on? So that that caught me off guard because <laughs> you hadn't played Tomb Raider before. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because you hadn't. You can't use visual cues. There's like one block that's like, don't step on this one. That <laughs> wasn't exactly a puzzle. Why is that block sticking out of the water like that? Yeah. If, 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 if adventure games have taught me nothing, then that's probably actually true. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just did not come in handy whatsoever. Um, the other thing which I may or may not have mentioned when we talked about it was, was that I, 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 I cheated. I was a dirty cheater, so I started skipping around the levels because um, I discovered the, the hint codes, which in Persia 2 was actually a feat of its own. It's kind of difficult. Like, like you had to, I don't think you had to make a batch file. I might have just done so, but it, it was it was a tricky, bloody cheat code. All right, I can't really back that up, and it might not be. Probably me. <laughs> even, what? <laughs> Point is, I bloody, I cheated. I skipped around to, like, the last level, and you got three <laughs> little hearts, which aren't even lives. It's just, like, you can get touched three times, and you're dead. <laughs> And I got to the level, and there's like 15 guys coming at me at one time, and it was it was just brutal. I'm like, there's no way anybody has ever gotten to the end of this game. And until you know, Google came about, that was a fact for me. Um, <laughs> and what did Google tell you? <laughs> and I, I, you know, the 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 uh, experience in gameplay I would have gained by actually playing it would have equipped me to handle that situation. And the fact that you could actually get more health. Oh really? Yeah. Play the game, you get more health as you go. That's actually breaking news to me right now. I didn't. <laughs> Did you put any more than perhaps like two hours into the game, Paul? Oh, absolutely not. No. Oh, no was, yeah, that was, might have been a part of the problem. It was a. It was about the length of a, a lazy bowel movement. Was probably how much time I spent. <laughs> if we're going to go this way, there's like a whole list of games I could rattle off that were impossible for me to finish because I never actually played them. <laughs> I looked at the back of the box and was like, "This game is impossible. Let's do an episode." Yeah. On it. <laughs> well, I I played Age of Mythology too that way. I or. Number one, actually, the first age of mythology. And uh, I just used cheats and brought on the mythological creatures to vanquish uh, every other player on the board. It was way more fun playing it that way. I'm like, you can't give me a godlike power and then say, here, you can have a horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know, it was one of the really hard ones for me because I, I just naturally suck at RTS games, like real-time strategies. Like, uh, I am the worst Korean ever on top of being the worst gamer ever. Like, I cannot play... <laughs> like StarCraft and stuff like that. But even before StarCraft, there was Dune 2. And dear Lord, it was just, I, I don't know how anyone does anything in that because like um, every single level, the enemies already have their bases built up. So you got to start from scratch while they already have like a full army that's coming to kill you. Sounds um, like you're describing StarCraft. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> true as well. Um, if I ever actually like played StarCraft more than just like, enough for me to hate it 
I probably would have <laughs> come up with that on my own. But yeah, it's uh, kind of like a way harder version of Warcraft, I guess. As as yeah. in the the enemies are just like suited up. <laughs> so one so one of the things I did was actually I, I found this one cheat code where you can go in and uh, uh, you can use a hex editor to uh, to edit your save file. <laughs> and there's a little thing where the um, the game is designed so that as you spend money, it uh, it bottoms out at zero and will not let you pass zero. Um, understandably, if you have no credits to spend, it won't let you spend anymore. But if you set it to negative one, then you're past the floor and you'll just keep spending and it won't stop you from um, for, uh, from spending any money anymore. So you basically have unlimited money. <laughs> so I was like, cool. So now I can just build whatever the hell I want and that'll make me able to uh, to beat the computer. No. No, that was not enough. <laughs> no. Even with unlimited money to do whatever I wanted with, it was still like the hardest game in the world for me. I could not finish it until I like got save game editors and just built my own bases before the level even started. I and it was still the game. tough. Oh, it was what still mode hard. did you play in? The custom <laughs> mode. Yeah. It's like it's like getting caught by the police in Grand Theft Auto when you have a jetpack on. Like it's, it's almost difficult. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, while we're on the, the the kind of cheat topic, I just listed mine. Basically, Grand Theft Auto is easily my favorite game to to cheat with. Do you, do you lot have have a favorite game to cheat in? Cheat codes, etc. Game genies. Well, Sims Two. Sims 2 was great to have cheat codes with. Oh, but you know, uh, Quest for Glory 2, because I learned about Suck Blue Frog early on. <laughs> and that fascinated me. I mean, I was always intrigued. I would always make myself play a game first and preferably finish it before throwing cheat codes all in. But afterwards, it was it was fun to mess around. And doing it in Quest for Glory kind of made me feel like I was actually really doing something that was kind of complicated just because it was uh, a little bit harder than something in, say, The Sims, where you're like simoleons or moolah or whatever the cheats were at the time. So, mm -hmm. um, Well, I, I do definitely agree. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City were both uh, fantastically fun to cheat at. And that's the end of my story. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was waiting for the next part. <laughs> I just checked the Wi-Fi signal for a second. It was... <laughs> Uncanny amount of silence there. It's very jarring. Yeah, well, you know, the thing with, with Grand Theft Auto, besides it being notorious for having, you know, pretty pretty fun, pretty great cheat codes, is once you cheat in that game, there really isn't going back. Like, there's... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty hard to, like, spawn, you know, your own tank and, and jetpack, etc., and then go back to, you know, earning it. <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever play Accolade adventure games? Like, they're this, um, you've all heard of Accolade, but they had mm -hmm. this, like, little yeah. phase where they tried to be the next Sierra. And, um, they made, they, they made, like, less manly games yes. and okay. stuff like that. And, um, they also made one called Altered Destiny, which just happened to be a game that I happened to have when I was younger. And, of course, I really wanted to like it because it was, hey, it was kind of like Sierra. It's like the GoBots of Sierra, really. Hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, there's there's some cool things about it, some cool location. It was basically the way Less Manly was kind of supposed to be their answer to Leisure Suit Larry. Um, mm -hmm. Alter Destiny was kind of supposed to be their answer to Space Quest. Yes, um, yeah, Alter Destiny had a very Space Questy vibe. Yeah. Oh, so you do know it? 
Yes, that one yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and you know how like Les Manly is actually nothing like Leisure Suit Larry, but they just tried to go for that kind of It's like a feel. PG version. You expect it to go a little bit farther, but then it just pulls back. It, it's like not Leisure Suit Larry at all, except for there's a few hot women and that's mm. about it. And so this is sort of like the same thing, the equivalent to Space Quest, where it's like Space Quest-y, but not actually anything like Space Quest. I feel they put a lot of work into their box, into their box art, into the back of their boxes. They had high uh, quality, good construction in it. So, mm-hmm. and then you go and you play the game and it, it's just, it's kind of like a Kmart version of a Sierra game. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, it's great. There's some good deals here. This box is great, but you bring it home and it's just <laughs> not quite what you want, but it was cheaper, but actually it's not cheaper. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> the tab cola of adventure games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the RC cola, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys have RC cola down there. Uh, I know yes. Anna would probably know. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. I did take a second. I'm like, oh, am I the one that's down there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there. That's yeah, right. down yes, there. Over there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, Alter Destiny is one of those games where like everyone says it's too easy. And then I say... What the hell? That was like the dumbest game ever. Like that was impossible. Like there's no way anyone could have figured this out on their own. Like it's easy if you follow a walkthrough, and even then, I think it was still pretty tough. Oh, that's the worst feeling in the world too. When when you you're looking for validation, like this is this is well hard, ain't it? And you look around, and everyone's like, mm-hmm. it's just crickets. Like shit. It is. So it is me. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, actually, I feel like they, they sold themselves short to a degree because their games always came across as kind of blatant clones or ripoffs of, of Sierra games like Les Manly and, and Larry. But it, they, they were actually like they're kind of like their own game. Like, if, yeah, because I shied away because I was like, I don't want to play a ripoff of Larry. Not right now. And and then you, you get to discover and you're like, yeah, this is actually like, a you know, it's a decent game on its own. Why you got to? You know, you came across so generic. There are two things that they could have done that really could have helped them. Number one is try to um, be their own thing as mm-hmm. opposed to try to kind of come across as a knockoff of Sierra. And number two, be good games. <laughs> yeah. That might be number one, but yes, I get your point. <laughs> you know, if I didn't have the Larry expectation with Less Manly, if it was more, if they weren't trying to use boobs to sell a game and it was more demure i would have been pleasantly surprised at the amount of action contained within instead mm-hmm. because of having played the larry games i was just like mm, didn't work for me as well i mean i played it I, I actually you know what i don't think i ever finished it i completely walked through the first one mm-hmm. um and the second one was actually a little bit better because i was like vga so i think they're starting to take a little bit more um um I think they're kind of taking a little bit more of a Sierra VGA approach where they're actually kind of doable. So mm-hmm. it was actually, I, I didn't finish, ironically enough, I didn't finish <laughs> the second one, even though uh, it was quite a bit easier. But uh, no, the second one was actually where it started to get kind of good, like a little oh, the bit. The box for the second one is beautiful. I love the big box for that one. I'm only saying that because I own it. I would love the big box for the first one if I owned it too. <laughs> If uh, any of you out there want to make a donation to the show, send Anna your copy of Less Manly in Search, in of search the for the King. <laughs> <laughs> or at, at minimal, you know, show us a picture. Show us your box, basically. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't. At least, you know, mail us. We want to get mail. So send us something, whether it's a picture of your box or a big box. Don't take like that super yeah. literally. 
The nature of the game we were discussing that, that, that led us into saying send a picture of your box really, really mucks up the point. Photograph. So does anyway. pointing it out. That's okay. Yeah. Did, 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 okay um, so, Anna, you played a little bit of uh, Search for the King, right? <laughs> yeah, I played a bit of Search for the King. Paul, did you play Search for the King? Uh, like five minutes, yes. Okay. Um, thank you for reminding me of this one, too, because this is another one which, uh, again... Um, it, it's one of those things where sometimes um, I, I think back on games, I think, oh, this is pretty, that was a, actually a pretty easy game. And I, it takes me a while to realize it's because I used a walkthrough that it's actually very logical. Um, <laughs> but then you get some games like uh, uh, Search for the King, where even pl- using the walkthrough, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I could not finish that game. I didn't have a walkthrough either when I got it. It was just oh, like, oh, impossible. here's this game. Yeah, I don't even recall having the box. I think I had some photocopied instructions and, and I was not able to complete the game. Yeah, like seriously, people people make fun of like the cat hair mustache for moon logic puzzles. No, no, no. <laughs> like Les Manly Search for the King had moon logic puzzles. Like this was just, um, th- that was just dick moves. <laughs> yeah, because it was sort of right around the time between when uh, Sierra was all, I'm going to kill you. And LucasArts was like, no, dear, it's okay. We'll just put you right back at the top of this cliff. So <laughs> this was brought out in 1990 where they're kind of like, we want to screw you over, but nicely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but with lubricant, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In search for the king has a puzzle where you take a guy's dreams while he's napping and give it to another guy to give him ambitious dreams. Wow. That might have been wow. where I stopped playing right there. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm out. And they're distant from each other. They're not like you do this and then do that. It's like you got to like pass by this guy, see he's napping, see that he has a little <laughs> dream bubble over his head, and you got to take his dream and carry it with you throughout the game until you reach a guy who you just randomly decide, oh, this is a person I'm interacting with. And that's what you do with people in games. But you have to suddenly decide this guy, he needs dreams to give him ambition. And then you give him the dreams and then he does stuff that unlocks the rest of the game. That was like their million dollar idea. They're like, this is it. This is going to (laughs) revolutionize games as we know it. We're going to do something no other game has tried to do. And if, if the game don't sell well, well, we'll leave Accolade and we'll make a movie and, and it'll be called Inception and everyone's going to love it. <laughs> so that's why every time re- people reference the cat hair mustache, I'm just like, that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. <laughs> the cupcake, at least hair goes on a lip, all right? <laughs> it made enough sense that cats have hair and mustaches are hair on your lip like (laughs) that almost makes sense taking someone's dreams and giving them to a person yeah i just i kind of have this longing to do that in a game now now that you've said it and it's logical and i'm like oh yeah i mean when i play the game and i'm gonna get to that part i'm gonna totally know what to do it's not hard at all like It just makes me wonder if, like, I kind of want to see, like, a film on that. Like, I I feel like that's, a, like, a quick, easy way to just totally break somebody. Like, just <laughs> stick somebody else's <laughs> dreams in their head. It's so dark and uh, uncomfortable. Jesus. It's like, yeah, you want me to wear somebody else's shoes? I'm going to make you have somebody else's dreams. You're going to be in yeah. trouble. 
Or wait, no, hopes and ambitions. You're going to be fine. It's okay. Just take the dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it makes me squeamish. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I think you're lagging behind, Paul. Like, what, what are some of your uh, hardest games that you've played? Um, you, uh, uh, The Dig is probably... It's like the best game to worst puzzle ratio game ever made. I, I <laughs> love the dig so much. Like the story, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I've said this on the podcast before. And if I have, you know, bloody, we'll, we'll just deal with it. All right. We're already way steep in this. The dig should have been the movie Armageddon because Armageddon, it doesn't mm-hmm. rip off the dig. It, it, it borrows heavily from the early part of the dig of blowing up a, a comet or asteroid or whatever school would have taught me if I stayed there. And, and then, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't continue to the alien world part, but I just feel like, you know, Armageddon should have been the day. It should have been a bloody movie is my point. And, and it, it was that good. I thought it was that cinematic. I loved the, the acting, the animation, everything was brilliant, but the, the puzzles were bloody maddening. They were like, and, and I'm one of those people who does not like mist. I'll get that out of the way. We all know it's a very polarizing game. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. <laughs> um, but the puzzles felt like they were almost like from mist, which, which, you know, I never really played that much of, so I don't have a right to say that. <laughs> but they were very geometric. Like, I, I felt like, you know, I, I needed to take, like, Halawasa to understand what the fuck was going on. There was so many bloody diamonds and gemstones and uh, turtles, maybe. I, I don't know. The puzzles were, were maddening to me. I, I hated them. I hated them. You make me feel so much better because I got that game in the LucasArts Archives Volume 3, and I could not... I can't even say I couldn't finish it. I couldn't get into the game. I wanted to like it so bad. It was so beautiful, but I just felt too dense to figure it out. I wasn't getting it. I think I played like 10 minutes of it generously. I think like uh, I was over at my buddy's place and he was playing it. And uh, I think like uh, I played it for a little bit. Like the first thing I did was like kill one of my, uh, one of the people on the team I just kind of like backed away slowly and just let him play from there. <laughs> I, I I don't know any context. I can't tell you exactly where it happened or anything like that. But I just remember something, and then somebody died. I was like, oh, okay, well. And I think my friend like told me he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. I'm pretty sure like there's a way you can save him. Like I that yeah. Um. <laughs> Somebody mentioned when I was online in the Classic Gamers Guild that they were playing uh, Quest for Glory 5, and when the uh, thief goes and throws the dagger at Rakesh, and and Rakesh dies, and uh, the person ended up finishing the game and going, man, that's that's really sad. (laughs) Found out later on that there was actually something you could do about that. Yeah. But in the, in the time that it's happening, you're just kind of like, oh, whoa, that, that's pretty heavy for this game, man. She's just, he had a wife and that's awful. That's actually, you know, that's a good point because um, that, that's another one which I did kind of, uh, you know, I, I didn't play that till quite later on. So I was very busy and I did have to like, uh, I didn't give myself much time to solve a puzzle before I went to the walkthroughs. Um, so that was one where I did kind of give get a lot of assistance in order to finish it properly, but uh, it didn't occur to me until uh, until that post. And again, you reminded me now where it's sort of like, you could have like this whole entire story about like all these people who died <laughs> before you finally like kind of have a good ending. But like, oh, all my friends are dead because I didn't do the right things. 
and you don't realize it. It can be a really dark story if you don't know what to do. It really can. And a lot of those games were like that. You just, you miss stuff. And oftentimes, at least for me, I wouldn't even know I missed it until 10 or 15 years later when I would play it again, but using a walkthrough. Oh, that happened to me with Police Quest. Did I ever mention this one? Hmm. Um, there's like this whole section of the game that I think is actually, um, um, like it's not a deal breaker, which is funny because it's Police Quest. Right? <laughs> if you breathe wrong, you die in that game because they're like, oh, you held your breath. Um, but, um, yeah, there's no like mouth this... breathers on the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your breathing gave you away and the bus didn't happen or something like that. Um, and so you die. <laughs> but, uh, but there's a section of the game where you have to like, uh, prevent a criminal from getting bailed. And, um, I didn't know. Like, I guess I just sort of skimmed through that, so I didn't really know, like, or I didn't realize that that's something I had control over. They're like, oh, no, um, they they're, they put up the bail, and then I just like, okay, so I'd play around a bit. They're like, oh, yeah, so he got bailed out and got killed. I'm like, okay, so that's a story. I didn't realize that it was on me to, like, make sure that his bail didn't go through. <laughs> I probably did the exact same thing the first time I went because it was that game would just keep moving along, so you had to keep yeah. up. <laughs> so yeah, apparently, yeah. So that's uh, so I found out like way, way, way later. Like, I'm talking like uh, maybe ten years ago. I played it, <laughs> and I actually like uh, I didn't even find it, figure it out myself. I was actually kind of like uh, looking at the the points list. Like, okay, so why do I keep falling well short? of the points like not, not that i really care about getting perfect score but i was never like anywhere close and it's like oh mm -hmm. um you know <laughs> attend the bail hearing and prevent his bail I'm like what mm -hmm. you know i i i grew silent for a second because i i don't think i'd done that either <laughs> anytime i played it yeah. no, <laughs> and but i also neither. vaguely remember like i remember like a i don't even think it was a screenshot i feel like it was in the on the back of the box or, or something old in other words not not from times of recent which is a, you know what old things are um i remember seeing a <laughs> shot of, of a courtroom and now that you said that i'm like you know i never did see that courtroom scene and that <laughs> I, i'm having a very profound moment here I'm coming to terms <laughs> actually you could just visit the courtroom anytime you wanted to be honest um, it's just there's only one time where you actually have to do that to uh, for anything that's like relevant to the story. Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise, you can just go in there, and the, I think the judge will be like, "What are you doing here? Like, go away." <laughs> I'm busy. I got better things to do with you. Go find your friend. Yeah. So yeah, this entire time I didn't know I was actually supposed to prevent it. They're like, "Oh, he's going for a bail hearing." Oh, okay. Do 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 do. Oh yeah, he got bailed. Okay. Yeah, he got killed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that like a big part of the storyline am i supposed to know he was killed for later on because i might miss a puzzle <laughs> well again it's one of those things where it's entirely four points because even uh i think even if you do get his bail denied uh stuff happens and he dies anyways <laughs> he dies in jail whoops <laughs> Well, you know what? Those older games were challenging. I didn't even uh, want to play some of the uh, games like King's Quest 1 or 2 or Space Quest 1. Don't get mad. I mean, the reason why, I think, is because I started at King's Quest 4, and every time you would type anything on the keyboard, the game would pause. It would just be like, okay, that's cool. What do you want to talk about? And I could sit there and I could think about it. I could leave the text bar up for an hour, go make a sandwich, go for a little walk, you know, come home. Mm. It was fine. But okay, try doing that playing Space Quest 1. 
it's not going to go so well. So you, yeah. you, you, for me, like, even when I did finally venture out to play those, what I considered to be harder games, but I was a little bit older and I was ready for it. I always loaded my F3. So I'd be like, I'd have to see what would happen that would make me die. And then I'd have to restore back and then prime, like, feed dog or give carrot to goat. So, you know, it would be primed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to think, but that was, that was the closest I could come to being able to pause the game when you were playing. And it was all timing. So I remember being like, hit F3, enter, wrong timing, F3, enter, wrong timing, F3, enter, wrong well, timing. Just, okay. You don't got have it. to do the F3. You just type out the sentence and just don't hit enter until you need to. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, really? <laughs> well, you, you have to type it in the first time and then you can do your thing. But yeah, if you want to bring it up again. Yeah, well, I don't know. I have my systems, Rick. You're messing with my head. (laughs) We can all agree mistakes were made. I was watching uh, a good friend of mine in uh, Classic Gamers Guild, and she was streaming on Twitch, and she was playing uh, one of the uh, King's Quest games. She was playing King's Quest Four, and every time she wanted to check her inventory, she would write the word inventory. And every time she wanted to save, she'd type save or restore, she'd type restore. And I thought that was cute. But it, it turns out it was just the way she always grew up doing it. And I was, I was a Corel draw kid, right? So I, I wish keyboard commands were my bread and butter. So I, I would have never even have thought that you could even type the word restore. Like I did not know you could do that and it would accomplish the restoring uh, action that, that was pretty cool. So thank you, Gilder friend. <laughs> uh, any. Uh, any last entries into the hardest classic games that we have played? Ooh, I actually to... played, actually played, not something that you turned on and gave up on. <laughs> I have to throw in my bug because I played uh, Quest for Glory 4 when it first came out. But then a few oh, years later, geez. I got the uh, CD that had all of yeah. the games on it. <laughs> And then I got to Quest for Glory 4 with my little import from number one, and I was all excited because I wanted to, I hadn't played five yet. And, and so I had just gotten the box for five. So I was going to run through the whole thing and run through four and then play five. And that was my thing. And I was super ready for it. So I get it and I, I loaded it up and I started it up. I go through the cave. I go to slide down that area right by the goo tree. And as soon as it started to slide, I would get this uh, inception error. And it was like inception error 52. And it would kick me out of the game. And there was nothing I could do about it. Mm-hmm. Inception error. You can't steal that person's dreams and give it to the other person. That's not going to work in this game. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't until later on the internet came out. And it's like, oh, are you having a problem? Would you like a patch? And I'm like, yes, please. And then it gave me the patch. And I was able to finish it. And it felt much better because I still had my original yellow uh, five and a quarter floppy disk that had all my quest for glory import files on it and i had it all primed with me doing run-throughs of different classes on it i think i think i still have that disc somewhere put it up on ebay and get a (laughs) cnd i had i had al Lowe sign just the sticker off of my original donald ducks playground five and a quarter disc because that's all that i had left of it and i didn't have the big box yet i do now and uh so he signed it for me and I have it. It's oh. just in a little plastic baggie, but I'm like, yay, it's my original. Legend. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Paul? <laughs> um, all right. So I'll give you my, my quick bug and then, and then my last one. I'll keep the bug short because it's, it's frankly, it's just not that 
you know, interesting. But in The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, that's a mouthful, bloody hell. Um, I got all the way to the end of the game, literally the five minutes before the game ends, the last actual, I think, mechanic, the last thing you do in the game, I think... Well, you'll find out in a second why I don't fucking know. Is I think you, <laughs> <laughs> I think you just pick, you, you select the Grail, just like the movie. It's kind of the last thing you pick the Grail, cutscene, it's over, and none of the cups worked. There, there was no correct cup. I, I've seen which cup you know is supposed to work thanks to the internet and all that. It, it just didn't, it didn't work. I, I don't know. And and until I really grasped the idea of what copyright protection was, I kind of <laughs> thought it was that. I'm like, is this copyright protection? Because I got the booklet, but then I was like, why would they let you play the entire bloody game except for five <laughs> minutes? That wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be an effective way to keep you from, say, playing the entire game. Um, <laughs> I think it's a bit of that, though. I think it's like part copy protection. There's also a few clues um, throughout the game that tell you uh, which one is the correct one. Like, did you actually like? Did you actually choose based on the puzzle clues? Yeah, I chose, I chose based on the clues. I mean, I, and I did it like, I, I definitely tried every cup. I, I might even say twice. Cause, you know, I, I, I played this game uh, without a walkthrough that I can recall. Maybe I got like, mm -hmm. you know, a tip here and there. I, I don't even know, but I, I really like diehard played this one. So when I got to the end and couldn't finish the game, I, I reloaded that bloody thing like 30 times picking, even picking like the giant golden, very unchristlike cup. I'm like, well, there's no way this is a carpenter's cup, but bloody hell, nothing else is working. Um, like I, I tried everything. Um, and it, it was definitely a bug. I tried every cup twice. So if anybody out there has had that problem, because apparently nobody on the entire internet ever has except for me, <laughs> please let me know. I feel, I feel, you know, insane, mad, and gaslighted. But, um, because I, I do know that uh, each game it's uh, randomized. So, like, right. you actually have to look at these different clues to see which one in that particular game is going to be correct. So the code you, yeah. could have just been a little bit wonky on one randomization. It's like Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Every time you randomize the map, it's new. But some sometimes they'll put you in like an absolutely impossible zone where you can't access anything and you don't have access to a boat, say, right away on your plot. And there's nothing you can do but randomize another map. Yeah, it got to the point where I felt like they were re-randomizing it every time I loaded the game. I'm like, is this just like a moving target? Like, am I ever, <laughs> is it possible to ever select the right one? Did I have one chance and I blew it? Like, what the well, fuck? That might be it. You might have missed, like, one clue that was, like, part of the giveaway. Mm -hmm. And then they just, like, keep randomizing each time, because unless you get, like, the exact one. Yeah, Maybe? yeah, it's driving me insane. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you should have but sat it, there and played it all at one go instead of stopping and starting all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was already weeing in a cup. I mean, I was pretty well suited to sit there. Um, but I, and I, I did replay it very recently and, and just first try right on through, no problem. So I, I don't bloody know. But um, anyway, so that, that's my bug. And then the last thing I'm going to mention, because I feel like this is like a, a, a smart pick. This is, this is a decent thing to say. So it'll be the, the first for me in this episode um, <laughs> would be, or an interesting thing to say would be, I wanted to mention the Dagger of Amun-Ra because I, I love this game oh. highly, not, not highly, but a slightly unpopular opinion is I actually like it more than the first one. I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I'm just enamored by it. I love them both. Um, don't get me wrong, but I, I love Dagger of Amun-Ra. I've always had a thing for Egyptology, so that's probably why, etc. But I wanted to mention this game because it's it's a very playable game. It's not impossible. Um, so much so that you can get through it. I can get through it. A very you know a peasant, a simpleton. I can get through it without without a walkthrough. Yeah, the timing bit at the end's hard, but you can get through it. But I can't actually finish the game. 
And, and I mean, finish as in just the last, that last little two seconds where you just give the right answer at the end. Like, I. Well, that's I'd the game. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Really, really talk myself into a corner with that. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to be You're supposed to find this stuff out. That was your test to see how well you played the game. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what but, their thing was. Yep. I mean, mate, it's a, it's a long test at the end of the game. It's, it's <laughs> they crikey. ask you who did it. There's all these other questions first, though. Like, I, I don't, you know. <laughs> like, the details escape me. Look, this was supposed to be the smart thing I was saying. This episode <laughs> clearly backfired. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd twists, like... Though. There are some twists. I'd like, like to know who out there was able to answer all them questions at the end. Besides the whodunit one. Like, because you have to know, like why it was them and, and such and mm-hmm. you because well the thing is like the um it depends which name you gave because spo- huge spoilers is obviously the end of the game um the the person who is the killer is going is actually a different name from what they're going by throughout the entire game right right mm-hmm. and see that's i'm glad you mentioned that because I, I knew i did find out who done it but but I couldn't prove that I knew why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I know it was you. How do you know? Oh, just know I know. <laughs> so, okay, so who did it? This person. Why? <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> I don't know. You, I'm not an evidence finder. But I just know things. I drink and I know things. Yes. Gonna need you to get all the way off my back about why. <laughs> 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 all right anyway that ends it for me what about you love what's your final thoughts no nah, i'm done yeah i'm i'm pretty good on here but you know the only thing i have a little bit similar to what you were talking about as far as bugs at the end of the game is i had day of the tentacle and right pretty much like see okay i say it's the last scene of the game but i never actually finished the game so i can't tell you this was the last scene of the game but near the end of the game you're stuck in a room and you're supposed to do a thing and it had to do with the uh, the tentacle guys and the game would crash with this error and i remember being so frustrated because i was right close at the end and i uninstalled the game i even learned how to keep my save files i reinstalled it i went back there i tried doing it again with no save file saved and i played the whole game through again and it did it again so and as of yet now maybe it's because i'm a little bit bitter but as of yet although it's lovely and i have the remaster and i have played the remaster i've never actually completely finished the game to this day and were you around when i to- explained why i never finished day of the tentacle hmm, i'd like to hear it because uh, every time I play it, I get to the part where you can play the original Maniac Mansion on the computer, and I never get past that. And Good I just reason. play Maniac Mansion for the rest, and then I just stop playing. <laughs> it is the squirrel to Rick's dog. He just can't help it. Uh, adventure well. games are truly abusive relationships, but... <laughs> so anyways, that's all the time we have for the show today. Look us up on Facebook. We have a page. We have a group, Classic Gamers Guild. Give us a shout on Twitter at the CG Guild or even send us an email. There's a few things we've asked for. If you've been listening to this episode, you should have a little stack of emails you're ready to send off to us at mail at classicgamersguild.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. And thank you to everybody who has donated on Patreon for making the show possible. An extra special thanks to Jay Holmes and Jeffrey Couch. You guys 
are awesome. Thanks a lot for joining us on the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. Paul, any last words? We, we bloody love you. Thanks for listening. And um, I like flags. I mean, don't do a murder. 